And I'm Natalie. And we are from the YouTube channel K Junkies. And we've been on a little break, a little bit. Yeah. It's been a bit since our last podcast episode. Uh, there was some technical difficulties with that one, too. So I was just like, y'all gonna enjoy this Brave Girls episode for like <laughs> three weeks, and then we'll give you an episode. We've also been kind of on a break on YouTube, too. Yeah, I've been getting a little burnt out. So I just was like, no reactions for a week, please. <laughs> it's a lot. But we are back with another K-Chat episode because a lot has happened since our last one, especially since we obviously haven't done a podcast episode in a bit. So we definitely want to go over those things before they uh, become old news. All right. So to start off, the first topic, right, is um, the evolution of K-pop. YouTube original series that came out. Uh, we were fortunate enough that we had a friend that had the YouTube read. So we got to watch it, like, all the episodes, um, basically, like, very quick. And it was definitely a very interesting series. I feel like I didn't know what to expect, but I was pleasantly, like, surprised. And I really liked it because it really did go into, like, not only the evolution of K-pop itself, but, like, even before that, like with rock music entering Korea and like when the country was going through like an economic crisis and like how music shaped um, yeah. Korea. So it was interesting and, and it showed us some other bands that we might have not seen. Um, obviously, it touched on Sotaji and the boys and then went into HOT and whatnot. But I really liked it. And I liked the interviews it had with the idols, too. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that they actually did go into depth about k-pop and the evolution of it and just like do uh like kind of like glaze over it with just like a little bit of a little bit of things when there's so much more to it than a lot of fans know because a lot of fans think it was just this this group and this group and this group but uh if you watch that you really learn so much about how it started and like the companies that that housed um the really big groups that literally paved the way for k-pop and it was i did like that they had um interviews like that because they got to give their viewpoint on certain things that you wouldn't you wouldn't really know much about yeah and i personally really liked the interviews by like yeon from wonder girls and um, june park from god when they were especially speaking i felt like they were being very like genuine and very yeah. honest about how they felt as being k-pop idols and like the things they went through so I really liked their interviews as well as everyone else's. And I also like that they touched upon like fandom and like the Kang Daniel episode was also really interesting because it even ended his episode with him going on a mental break after his fan me. And then they even did an episode on filming a music video, which it was Everglow's Dun Dun. And I felt like it was a really interesting series. So if you guys haven't watched it, you guys really should, especially if you want to learn more about K-pop or some of the main groups that like really were powerful in the K-pop scene. I definitely recommend watching it because it was it was a good time. I had a really good time. Even if you already know a lot about K-pop, there's definitely stuff in there that you might not know about. Because like me and Natalie definitely have an extensive uh, knowledge on the history of K-pop, some more than we probably should. But we definitely learned some new things in it that were very very interesting. You know, like I had no idea that June Park was kicked out. Me neither. Of G.O.D. I had no idea. And the reasoning why. It was just crazy. I'm like, ah, that's where uh, J.Y.P.'s hatred for dating came from. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Uh, it's a really, really very educational and it's very fun because, you know, you see familiar faces 
and such. So also that w- in the news world, we finally, finally got Taman's enlistment uh... date, which I was waiting for. Not excitedly, obviously, but I was like, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I didn't expect it to come so soon. I really thought they could push it to next year. I thought so too, but he's probably just like, okay, let me just do it now, which is good. That's why they're having a Beyond Live for Taman as well. They're doing a Beyond Live, which I felt like how you kind of said it once they announced the Beyond Live, it was like, hmm. Yeah, and now hmm. he went, oh my god, they announced a Beyond Live for Taman, and I, and I literally went, oh, he's enlisting soon then. And I was like, what? And then the next day, they were like, Taman's enlisting, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. There it is. So, that, and then we also had uh, Tanya that recently enlisted, and we have Beckin coming up that's also enlisting as well. But with EXO, it was a, quite a surprise, because on their anniversary, they released a spoiler for their comeback that they recorded and filmed with Chanyo and Baekhyun. So I'm definitely, like, it's definitely interesting. I don't think they're going to, like, fully promote the song, but I think we'll at least have that in an album. So I'm, I'm excited. Will they even promote it is the question. I don't, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not, like, music show-wise. Kind of like how Baekhyun's not promoting right now. Yeah. They probably won't promote that comeback because they won't have Chanyo and Baekhyun, but is enough for me. And for Shiny, we're going to get a, apparently a key solo comeback and an Onu solo comeback. So at least when your group's gone and listens, at least they give us something, you know? Another, like, happy thing before we go into the more serious news. Laboom! I feel like there's been this, like, trend of, like, old songs kind of recharting. Maybe not to the crazy extent that Roland hit, but we did see some, like, songs that are charting because of shows talking about songs that should come back um one of them being Laboom's journey to atlantis which i was very very happy that out of all the Laboom songs it was that one yeah <laughs> because that one was it's honestly one of my favorites it's very like fresh and cheery the album's literally called fresh adventure so <laughs> so i was really happy to see that it was recharting and i was like oh my god like you know, because you always worry about these underrated groups disbanding at some point because you're like, they're getting nowhere. Kind of like what Brave Girls almost went through um, before they finally hit big with Roland. So I'm a little confused about Journey to Atlantis because I thought that they were, I saw that they were going to re-promote it on music shows, but I don't think they have. They, they did release a video where they performed it recently, like 2021 version. I was really looking forward to seeing, I wanted to react to it because I was really looking forward to seeing them re, like, do Journey to Atlantis. Because again, it's a song that me and Amanda both really, really like. Who knows? They were probably just like, oh, we can release a 2021 version, blah, blah, blah. But since, I feel like since it didn't get the same effect as Roland, they probably don't, they're probably not getting those like love calls to come promote it again, or they probably can't. Uh, It's probably a different situation. But um, I'm living for underrated girl groups getting recognition. I I wish it could happen to groups that are all active, because I do see like, uh, people being like, oh, but what about this group and this and this song? And I'm like, that group is disbanded. And so, like, you can't really expect that of all girl groups. People keep wanting, like, Stellar to go viral. And I'm like, I don't think Stellar wants to be in the spotlight anymore. So, like, no. maybe you shouldn't. I actually thought it was interesting because I saw that After School's Diva recharted, which I feel like out of all After School songs, it shouldn't be that one. But that's just my opinion because I feel like Diva's not really a strong That's song, a very odd song to choose. but i thought that was recharting a little bit and i was like hmm like interesting because also after school is not an active group anymore and clearly that especially that lineup of diva there's members that are already not there so i don't know it didn't recharge that high so but it's interesting to see it recharge 
also you had nine uses retarding for dolls which yes dolls deserves yes. dolls deserves because i feel like that song was such a good song they could pick any nine music yeah song and i'd be okay with it uh, except like no playboy okay but well, yeah you, any other nine music song yeah is deserving is honestly that. deserving so because nine music really has solid tracks so it makes me sad that they never got anywhere but i would love to see a nine music reunion could you imagine like they reunite at least some of them maybe not all of the original like dolls lineup but like if they just came back to promote dolls, I would be so lit. But they are a disbanded group, so it's a little different because Brave Girls technically did not disband when Roland finally, they almost did. I would like to see a Rainbow Song rechart, please. Yes, because I know Chart. Rainbow would come back together. Rainbow for sure. They'd be yeah. like, all right, guys, let's let's freaking do this. Yeah. Which I would love to see that. And it's funny how it's just girl groups. It hasn't really been like underrated boy groups. It's been underrated girl groups that have like, or underrated songs that have gotten like, big from girl groups and i find it interesting i feel like korea tends to uh, really favor girl groups in general though like i don't know i don't know it's always been confusing for me in terms of fan base because like I, boy groups have big fan bases but in the sense of like oh this group is a household name and it's like korea's child i feel like it's more for the girl groups yeah like sometimes like digitally or something you'll see more support for girl groups but physically guy groups tend to do better and i always just never understood the science behind it maybe girl like fan bases for boy groups are just more insane but either way we're living for girl groups on the rise especially underrated i would love love to see this happen again because seeing it happen to brave girls just like how it happened to exid so many years ago um it was definitely like touching and heartwarming and it just made you like be like yes your your work was not in vain <laughs> now we get more on the the heavy heavier topics one thing that I feel like I haven't seen, surprisingly haven't seen people talk about, is the Sunghee stalker situation. Sunghee from Oh My Girl. Surprisingly, I, I didn't really see people talk about it. Um, but basically, long story short, from my memory of reading the articles, there is a producer called Tank. And he went to the same like classes as Sunghee. And he was basically going through something and she helped him out. And basically, it was like the classic, like, oh, this girl's being really nice to me. Like, I want her to love me. Obviously, she didn't feel the same way, but he took it, like, hella step further and was, like, sending her these really bad messages, like, that he's gonna kill himself. Like, basically, like, trying to manipulate her and trying to make her feel sorry for him so that she would be with him. And he was just, like, stalking her and being oh. really weird. And it was obviously affecting Songhee mentally because that's just awful. Luckily, WM Entertainment has been very, very, like, open about like how they're like gonna take all the legal actions because they're like not for it um i'm honestly surprised she didn't go on like a little hiatus because of it because you know like sometimes when things are heavy and it's like you have all yeah. this work and then this is happening to you like sometimes you're like hey i need a mental break i'm surprised she didn't take a I mental mean, everyone's break everyone's built differently no of course maybe she's she can handle those types of things well or maybe the company is doing such a good job with it that she doesn't feel the need to go on a hiatus I would hope yeah. so. It also could be like sometimes when people um are working on something, it distracts them from negative thoughts. So it could be also that she's just like, oh, like I don't want this to affect group promos or like the group itself. And like it could help me distract myself. But like it really sucks. And I was like, you know, it's just like the classic situation of like yeah. men not taking no for an answer. And it's also disgusting when anyone, not just men in general, but like when anyone uses like suicide as a manipulation yeah. for like, oh, like you have to be with me or you have to stay with me or else I it's going to be your fault. And it's like, 
That's and disgusting. Like, it's not my fault. So it's not your decision to save someone, like, or to be with someone just because they might. And she, tr- she really like from what I was reading from WM's um statement on the whole thing, she was really trying to be a good friend as much as she could. But it got to a point where it was yeah, like, okay, like it's possible for women to have friends that are men or just to be nice i mean that's just a common thing women sometimes are just too nice and then these creepy men like to take advantage it of just, the situation yeah it just like it got misconstrued and it's like i don't know i just feel so bad for her luckily it seems like wm is taking care of it they said they'll do like take any legal actions that they can against him and hopefully he leaves sung alone because i would hate for it to just like affect her so much and for something else to come out of it so at least they're being pretty on top of that can't say the same for sm yikes i mean okay well that's a good lead into the next can't say the same thing for sm entertainment recently there was controversy with not because of what she did per se but there was something with winter from espa so if some of you did not see this on twitter or the articles um there is a video of winter and karina talking to the camera because it was behind the scenes of something and the of uh, the photographer who was there, you kind of see him behind them on his phone. No, he he opened the camera app, mm-hmm. and he's a freaking idiot because they're clearly in front of a camera, and his face and everything, all his whole action is is recorded. He opens the camera app, walks behind Winter, stops. He just stops, kind of leans in with his phone under her skirt, and walks away. You know the classic upskirt like yeah like things video. that you've seen in like freaking which i animes. see a lot which i see a lot in asia yeah that's so something that happens common in especially in the trains like the subways yeah, yeah. a lot of fans were obviously they saw it and they were like up it uproar because it was like that's disgusting that's disturbing and then sm came out with a statement saying that it was not true <laughs> or like that they said that like they verified with the photographer, which I don't know what that would have gone because it's not like he yeah, would Yeah, because he's gonna he's gonna admit it. It's not like he would admit <laughs> it, but apparently that was not what he was doing. And then they they asked Winter if he felt uncomfortable during the Winter photo shoot and she did it. Nah. But obviously a lot of fans didn't buy I personally didn't buy that but statement that's not either. It's something you can just it's a statement and that's it. It's on video. You see it happening. Winter was not aware of it happening at the moment, so she has no say. Obviously, the photographer isn't going to admit it. And yes. then I don't know why SM would just kind of go based off that. Like, it's... Because I feel like a lot of times SM's like, you know, we respect our idols, like, privacy. And, you know, things are up to them to if they want to... Do bring, something. Bring to the public or do something. But, like, I'm like, it's on camera. You can't, like, at least be a little more on top of this. Like, it's gross. Yeah, so, like, that statement kind of just i was kind of like i feel like it's just bullshit because like what was he doing like it looked so suspicious it just looked like he was like what it just didn't make sense i was like there's no excusing what he was doing because it really does look like if you open the camera app you clearly see it on his phone and he's weirdly close to winter for like really quick and then just brings back his phone like that's gonna look like even if he was, didn't have his phone in his possession at the time, him being that close to her was just unnecessary. Like, anyway. honestly, if he really didn't do anything, then I'm like, my dude, like, I don't know what you were doing, but it just looked so suspicious that it's kind of um, hard not based to... Based on that video, there was plenty of walking space. He could have walked yeah. across the room, 
away from Winter. He did not need to be right behind Winter. Yeah, I, I don't video. know. It's like, like, camera or not, he was still really close to her. Yeah. Like, he could have been there, like, brushing himself against her. Like, it could have been anything like that. Yeah. And it's just like, you need to stay away. And it kind of sucks that SM just kind of left it at that. Because to me, I, as like, uh, you know, like a fan of Espa and the girls, I, I felt like it wasn't really, like, they didn't really try hard to <laughs> be like, yeah, let's defend. I mean, SM sometimes isn't the best at defending their certain like idols. In this situation, since Espa's so young, yeah. they probably just wanted to, like, diffuse the situation as fast as possible to not make it a thing because they didn't want to taint Espa's name in any way. Yeah, but I feel like it's to appease. The fans, yeah, they should have, maybe, if, I don't know. Even if they were like, yeah, this photographer did that, like, it would still hurt Espa, in a sense. Because, like, they've already had issues of Karina that they've had to, like, yeah, deal DCs, with. So yeah. I feel like this was just them trying to be, like, this isn't a problem. Let's get rid of it. But Let's it is a on. problem. Yeah, If it's it what is. happened. Like, I'm trying to think, like, man, maybe did the photographer really not do that? And, we're, and it's just... What was caught was just so misconstrued, but it's just hard not no, to think. That's what I think SM is trying to do. Do I think it's okay? No, but like I also like I get that they're like we don't want to deal with Espa controversies, whether it's their sucks. fault or not. And I'm like, it sucks. It sucks both ways. It really does. It's like one of those like it just makes you not. Things. I mean, you know, you can never trust a cable company in general. It doesn't matter what company it is. You can't trust them. But it just makes you, like, you know, like, as fans, we can't really do much to protect the idols. So, like, we have to, unfortunately, depend on the companies to do it. And when they don't, yeah. when it seems like they're not doing it, it's, like, makes you mad because you're, like, well, I can't do it. it you, just, ha- you have to do it. It really sucks when these things happen to female idols because, like, the culture over there is so, like, degrading towards women that these things just kind of get brushed off like that all the time. And, like, at least, like, in the case of, like, uh, Nancy from Mobile Land with, like, the yeah. photos they have taken of her in the dressing room. That was That was worst. an issue that was actually taken care of. Uh, I, mean, I, I would least. hope so. <laughs> but, like, I guess since the situation wasn't to that degree, they didn't feel the need or hmm. maybe they were just, like, Espa's still young and we don't want their name out there. As like long that. as Winter's okay and she's not, like... It like scars her in some sort of way. Then, then the thing is, is that I'm sure these these <laughs> Korean girls are probably used to that type. of I know, behavior. and it sucks. It yeah, sucks. no, it's, it's disgusting. Awful. I hope they just change that in the industry, but it's again, it takes a long time to change anything. Nah, that's so. in the culture, not the industry yeah. only. That's just how Korea. No, I know upskirt shit. Or, or Asia in general. Asia. Because that's things we... I hate that. It's because they wear skirts so much with their little uniforms and it's like yeah. these pervy men with the young that's, girls. I mean, honestly, in, in the end, it, you know, it's pervy men anywhere. Yeah. That's why we're cautious. At least over here, it's not as common to wear skirts. <laughs> it isn't. And this is why you wear shorts under your skirts. People yes. say this is why I always wear shorts under yes. my skirts. No panties for you. No panties for you. <laughs> All right. So moving on. We have more contract termination. Besides, like, certain disbandments, like, Hotshot recently disbanded as well. And Black Six also recently disbanded. We have JBJ95 filing for contract termination because they stated that their company didn't give them managers. They had to pay for transportation. You know, kind of the same spiel when it comes to, like, more underrated Mm -hmm. um, groups or, like, idols. And that apparently they had no staff in the company anymore because apparently the company wasn't paying the staff. I get that COVID really hurt a lot, especially like 
um, companies that are not that big, it really hurt them. But I'm just like, you know, when these contract terminations happen because of those reasons, it's not really surprising that's going to happen. Like if they don't have someone to help them or they have to pay for everything, like what's the point? You know, a company is supposed to be there to pay for those things and provide the idols with those things because idols are doing so much other things. Yeah, you might as well be doing all that stuff yourself if you're not going to be under a company. You, you, might, you might as well be independent. So yeah. I guess it just sucks because uh, JBJ95 was a part of JBJ and JBJ was fairly, I would say, decently popular, even though they were obviously a project group as well. So it sucks to see like two members, you know, from their kind of struggle. But I, w- I don't think this is disbanded for them. I'm not sure. We'll see, because I mean, speaking on as random, but I saw it Stone Music yeah, um, closed down. down, like the company itself. I think they're still doing distribution of music, though. But I'm just like, didn't 2 just change their name? To 201? Yeah, and now they're not under a company? Or are they under, um, what was the branch? Of CJ, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, how does that work? I don't, I don't know. I no, saw- wasn't that the company that stopped the funds for them? I think so. I don't know. I, I just remember. remember there being a whole mess of two, and I, was, I saw that Stone Music did close down as a company, and I was like, what is going on? That was also confusing to me. But in terms of JBJ95, we'll see what happens with their future, because usually with contract termination, it's like either they disband or like they split up or they find a company that Very takes both of them. Very rarely do they get taken up by another company. Like once a, some, like a, a small group especially files for contract termination, I'm usually taking that as... I'm never going to see this group again. Maybe because their duo would be easier. Yeah, but that's if anyone really wants them. Because I, like, I guess they were, like, they had decent they production decent. and stuff. But I feel like they weren't, like, super popular. Yeah. If if someone takes them up, it'll probably be another small company. And that, that doesn't always work out. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, Moving on to, again, more of the bullying scandals and things that have to do with bullying because that is still a really big like thing within the k-pop industry we did see that mingyu i think has returned back into 17 promos and he posted okay. a picture a picture recently so i assume his things have been cleared up and that he's fine um can't say the same thing for g idol uh g idol is releasing a new song it seems like it's a single it doesn't seem like it's a comeback comeback yeah, it, it seems like a single it was just for something. um but it does not have sujin in the song and that has people worried because people are like like what could that mean could i just mean just that song will have sujin or is this kind of like a, a prediction of sujin possibly exiting g idol due to the bullying scandal i feel like it could uh it could either be a bad thing or a good thing it could be either cube is taking the right steps and continuing to promote g idol because halting their activities completely would hurt their popularity especially since they're pretty popular and you know you got to be consistent when you're still a young group and they want to keep them going but sujin needs to be out of the limelight for a while because of this problem and until it's completely cleared if you know, if she's completely innocent. Or <laughs> it's the beginning of Sujin will not be in G Idol anymore. Yeah, or if it's just Cube taking extreme measures and being like, we might have to kick you out. So. Either kick out or she decides to leave. Like, either yeah. way. Um, it's obviously one And it the seems other. like her bullying scandal sense has kind of blown up to the sense where because there is another person, an actress, that is also saying that she did this, but then Sujin's saying she didn't do this. And it seems like it's a back and forth of she said, she said, in this case. Um, because you just don't know. So I'm wondering what will happen after this song. Like, what will Cube do? They are debuting a new girl group. 
which I guess we can yeah. kind of slip that in there light some, which got our girls Chowan from Produce 48 and Hyun from the unit, um, which I'm excited for. But will they use this new girl group to kind of distract from the GI situation? Also, what will that mean for think, CLC? Do you think that's why they're debuting them? I now? don't think that's why they're debuting them now. They might have had it in the plans already, but it seems like a pretty good timing, kind of like the Red Velvet FX situation that people always bring up. It seems like it might help, not a lot, but might help cover up some like that issue. What it means for CLC too? Who knows? Um, Cube is just Cube. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll see what happens to G Idol and Sujin after no, I didn't all this. Piece that together. That yeah. I feel like it could be a. A distraction because I feel like if they were planning to really debut them right now, they would have legit teaser photos, like like debut teaser photos. But they're just introducing the members right some now. Co- no, some groups have done that. I know, but I feel like in this case they might be doing Ow. it specifically. I don't distract. know. I don't know. It's all theory. Mm. It's all theory. But we'll see what happens with Sujin. The other big bullying scandal <laughs> that has just kind of honestly have me like in the middle is April versus Hyunju. So we had talked about this in a previous K-chat when it was first coming out. Um, But if you guys didn't remember, Hyunju's younger brother made a post basically accusing the April members of and Solman from CARD of bullying Hyunju. Obviously, this is minus Rachel and Chaekyung because they were not a part of the group when Hyunju was in the group. So this has nothing to do with them. Pero her brother accused them and also a friend of hers, right? We got that. DSP came out saying it's not true. They had detailed statements of mm-hmm. what was not true, right? So it kind of sat there for a bit. We're like, okay, what's going on? Then recently, Hyunju came out with a statement finally. Mind you, she's in the, she's under DSP as well with April. She said that it is in fact true. She also gave a whole detailed statement. Um, I was like, oh, snap. Finally, we're hearing something from her. DSP once again denying her statement mm-hmm. like oh my god then you have chewon and yena from april going on instagram and not only denying the allegations but also like basically going after hyunju being like you know it's not our fault that you're weak and emotionally weak da, da, da. obviously i'm not saying it exactly how they wrote it because it was long yeah, and, and they seemed angry but they seemed it. angry in their pose they were like the truth will come out they said we got receipts yeah they said that they were gonna wait they wanted to wait for the court um like legal system to reveal the truth, but they they, they they were like, we have to say something because things are going out of control. So that's kind of where it is right now. I'm here like, I don't know who to believe. I, obviously people are already jumping on sides. Some people are siding with April, saying that Hyunju's a liar. Majority of people are siding with Hyunju because she is the victim in the story and saying that April's over. I'm here kind of in the middle because I like, it seems like DSP and April are like, we have receipts, but then Hyunju's story also seems credible so you're like who to believe but like i i i'm staying in the middle because yeah. i want to wait to see if we get truth i don't want to do a tiara situation it's unfair to pick a side when there's so much info on both sides exactly um especially if both sides like claim that they have like evidence and exactly, such. exactly it's really unfair i know a lot of people are like i always side with the victim and i'm like but you don't know who could technically be the victim in this case, because, like, someone accusing a bunch of people of doing something to them could be, like, making them victims if it's not true. Not saying that Hyunju is not a victim, but we don't know who the victim is when there's no, like, evidence. For me, it's, like, after being there with the TR situation, when the TR situation yeah. happened, we were there, we were in the K-pop fandom, 
and people were using like videos of like Tiara seemingly bullying Hua Young just for years later, it finally being revealed that Hua Young was the bad person in the whole situation and she basically ruined Tiara's um Korean popularity for no reason. Um, that's why I'm kind of like, I don't want to jump the boat because I, not that like at the time I, I was like, when that whole Hwayang thing happened, I didn't know for sure if Tiara were bullies. Like I, I was there like, I don't know if this, like, how do we, it was just a whole mess. I don't even remember my mindset at the time, <laughs> but going from that and seeing that Hwayang was in the wrong and so was her sister. Um, I don't want to pick sides until there's full, like blown evidence of yeah. who's in the right and who's in the wrong either way whoever's wrong is wrong and and it's over for yeah, whoever yeah, yeah, like yeah. If, if april's in the wrong and they did bully um hyunju then shame on them you know because it's just awful i don't i don't understand and it goes Especially for so many too they're being like so like persistent about how it, yeah it's, it's not true like if they're denying it and it is true then that's just awful and it goes for Solman too because it could affect Solman because she is a part even of that they conversation have not even included they haven't yeah i they haven't um, included carter so man i this. really hate when people just like throw videos around and being like they're bullying this person in this video look at the way they look at this person and for 0.2 seconds in this glance and i'm like how can you read someone like that you don't know the context of the video you are not there. You can't like assume someone is has ill feelings towards another person just based on how they glanced at them in an interview. See, I don't, I don't like game. to believe those videos, even though, like, yes, they, they, they do seem like plausible evidence because, like, with the Jimin situation and the, the video that someone used of like when Mina was talking and then Jimin's face, like, or etc., they could be like plausible evidence at the time, but you don't know because with Tiara, it was used against them and then it yeah. wasn't true. Yeah. So you just can't use that as like factual evidence because there's no facts in and those I've videos. And I've seen some of the April videos and I'm sitting there like you know it'll be a clip will go by and then the clip ends and I'm like what was I looking for because I so, didn't see anything. There, the one video that people are using it does it does I can see why some people might think that Yena and Jinsoul's faces kind of look like they're like in disgust because it does look like they're not comfortable but you don't know what's going on that day you don't want to take it out of context too. like you never know like there could be like times where because obviously groups fight yeah you know there could be times where it's like a one-time thing where uh someone's mad at another member and it just happens to showcase in in a video yeah you know i'm not trying to make excuses no i mean neither. no 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 the benefit of the doubt or like how these things we're can just be misinterpreted we're just being neutral right now but again if april is wrong then april's over i ain't standing a bunch of boys yeah, like i'm still think it's us that hyunju took like over a month to say anything and she, if she has evidence she needs to drop it right now i think they're waiting for like legal um on court because it's better to do with lawyers and in court but either way whoever's wrong we ain't standing no more if, if they're they wrong. are waiting for court stuff i wish they would have just kept it private then Oh no! I mean, that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, a lot no, of people lot are of saying, people say, "Please leave it." Private. Yeah, because when you know. when you have enter the public's opinion, especially as someone that like for me that I like to watch like court cases with like murder yeah. stuff and like serial killers and stuff, um, when you add the media and public's opinion, it it really like hits differently yeah. for the case. Like, it's the public influence is very heavy, so like it's always better to keep things under wrap. But of course. With K-pop, when it's something that blows up, it just, you know. It could make it a little sus, though. Like, if you did, if people did want to keep it just, like, court-based and, like, we'll know all the facts when all the facts are settled and they can just be like, this is what happened, guys. Here you go. It could be a little sus to, like, suddenly come out into the 
the media and be like this, this, and this to get like a backup from like fans and and just normal people. Probably the thing is with especially that. with celebrities. It's just hard sometimes and people want answers, especially fans, because fans want to know, like, do I keep supporting this group or do I stop supporting well, this group? Well, you gotta wait. But, like, the thing is that fans are being no better. They're yeah. here, like, the mad about idols bullying other idols, but then they're going in comments and bullying those people. Oh, I mean, K-pop fans, no better, K-pop fans are hypocritical. If you go on April's post and say, like, go kill yourself and you're a bully and you deserve to rot in hell, you are no better. No. No. Exactly. And no, the same, no. if you do the same thing to Hyunju, you're no better. Yeah, yeah. That's it. If you say mean stuff to Hyunju or April, it's like you're no better you're than the situation. You're upset about the situation if you do that. But... We'll keep you posted, and I'm, as someone who is very, like, into those things, and, like, when it comes to these things, I'm very curious on what the end result will be for April versus Hyunju, but we shall see because nothing has come out yet. So another thing I wanted to talk about, too, was um, Only One Of's Lipido, which a lot of people asked us to react to, and we did not. Um, but it has been the center of conversation because the video, and especially the choreo, is very homoerotic. There's a lot of like touching, um, kind of like tying up, tying up. Yeah, you, would you call it BDSM ish? Slightly, slight yes. BDSM. Yeah. There's dick grabbing, not wow. grab, maybe not, Natalie. not maybe not like grabbing, but like touch, Grazing. slight touch of the crotch. Okay, no, I feel like in some lives they hold some slight it's a whole group. And then in other ones, it's more like... Yeah, because I don't know how Mnet allowed it, but Mnet allowed them to do the original choreo. So a lot of people were asking us to react to it, and a lot of people were like, oh, you guys would love it because it was gay. One thing to point out, yes, we do have our ships. And I don't have a problem, per se, with, you know, male idols or female idols adding some, like, touchy or kind of, like, homoeroticness into their music videos. Because, you know, whatever, that excites fans. I mean, when we reacted to Monster by Irene Sulgi, we were like, yeah, this is great. I noticed that people, when homo things do come out in K-pop MVs, people tend to be like, oh, you guys will automatically like it just because we're two girls that are together. No. <laughs> um, that's not the only thing we look at. Like, I see, I feel like a lot of people hype this, the MV up and the song because of that. If you do like the song because you like the song, then good for you. You know, that means you like the song. But just because it's kind of homoerotic doesn't mean we're going to sit there and be like, yes, this video is everything and this song is the best song ever. And I feel like some people felt that way and that's why they were asking us to react to it. Yeah. But we didn't because we never really react to only one of anyways. Uh, we'll probably do this on K-Monthly anyways, but... We can yeah, briefly yeah, yeah. touch about it here. In this case, we're talking about the situation. Yeah, yeah. So. Also, a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people mix feelings about it because of queer baiting. Like, they're basically using that to, to get a shock from fans. I know some K-netizens are, like, not for it, clearly, because it's very, very, like, out there. Well, I was going to say that um, in regards to when you were saying ships, but what I was going to say... It was not about ships. It was about how, like, yeah, sometimes when we react to a video, there might be, like, a random scene where two members get really close together and, you know, we'll react like, oh, but we, we're not Ooh. there, like, oh, my kid, you know? Like, it's not like we live off those breadcrumbs and that's just, like, our daily dose of gay for the day. And, like, you know, like, it's kind of like a more of a, like, oh, I'm surprised you did that. Not like, oh, just be it's gay, I like that. You know, yeah, I may be gay, but I don't like thrive off of watching gay things all the I time, watch, too. Like, I watch shows with heterosexual couples. To me, relationships are relationships, love is love. I'm not like it has to be gay for me to be interested in it. So it does kind of insult me or make me a little uncomfortable 
when people go to us and say, you have to react to this, you're going to love it, just because it's slightly gay. Yeah, maybe I'll, I, I might appreciate the fact that they went there, but does that mean that it's made for me and I'm going to automatically like it? No, that's a little uh, stereotypical. Um, I know some people also have a problem with it because it like hypersexualizes like gay people. Gay people since apparently mm-hmm. that's like a stereotype. Yep. They think gay people are just like horny all the we time. Always only think about sex and BDSM and all this. Which is not true. And um <laughs> in the case of like when I first saw the dance move from the bridge, I think it was. The pee pee grab? Yeah, the, <laughs> when they grabbed I was a little I was uncomfortable with it. Mostly in the sense of I'm uncomfortable in the fact that are they comfortable with it? Even though apparently they say they are and that they created the concept themselves and that they this, that, whatever. And I'm like, I'd like to believe that's 100% true, but it's I find it hard to believe it's 100% true because they are a small group under a small company. Those things usually aren't the case. But, you know, I don't know. It's you don't know. Maybe they were like, I'm, yes, homo. Maybe they are for it. Maybe they have... Maybe been. they themselves were like, let's queer me. <laughs> or maybe they themselves are like... Some of us are gay. We want to do... Like, we yeah, we, we don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. Yeah, you can't assume anything. The moral of the story, just because it had some gay stuff doesn't mean that I liked it. The song, to me, was like, eh. It was okay. Like, the libidon gets stuck in my head, but I wasn't... I'm not a fan of the processing and the layering in the chorus. Um, I also felt like the video wasn't as dramatic as people made it sound. Yeah, I didn't... Like, I, I, was, I was watching it waiting extra for some homo crazy stuff. stuff. And it was just as subtle as any other K-pop video with some gay subtle stuff. I did like the prop usage of the the tying yeah. and like and like how they but use like the string you said, throughout. It does like go into the the hypersexual. Like, I mean, yeah, but of gay people. Now thinking about it, that does bother me too. <laughs> I was it. seeing some people comments about like why it's kind of a problem. As someone who is in the LGBT, in the end, I'm just kind of like, I get it. You know, uh, fans eat this up. I mean, I, you know, I'm not like innocent in that aspect either. Like, I'm not trying to sound righteous because I do have OTPs and stuff. And I, I sometimes I'm like, oh my God, they did this. Uh. That's fine. You don't seek those things specifically because that's all. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't stand, happy. I don't stand those members or the groups because of that, um, clearly. But I'm just saying, like, I can see why people have a problem with it and I can see why people don't have a problem with it. So. I just want to touch on it because it was something that people were asking us a lot about. We'll probably, we'll, again, we'll talk about it in K-Monthly too anyways, but kind of this was more in depth of like the whole situation, how people were feeling, how K-Nedicens were feeling. Yeah. Um, but I get it. Sometimes you got to do stuff to make it into the world. So yeah, I think the shock I factor, feel like it was a shock factor, shock factor thing factor. to try to get them somewhere. But it, this is their best album sale so far, so it's not really hurting them. So point blank period. Just some other things too. That we don't have written down here, but some things that have come out recently. BTS meal. Oh my god. <laughs> That's right. Recently, McDonald's announced that they're releasing a BTS meal, which they've been doing. Um, with, they did a Travis Scott meal. They did the J Balvin meal. So now we're getting BTS meal, which I guess, honestly, I don't know why it was surprising. Because I'm like, huh, I should have seen that coming. But once I saw the papitas being made into their logo, I was like... And oh. I did see that they did slip in it being seven fries. And I thought that was kind of a cute touch because they're seven members. Seven papitas. Yeah. Because like, it didn't have to. It could just fit six. So um. yeah, it's basically some it's ten nuggies with uh, medium fries, I medium, think a Coke. Medium coke and then a special like sauce that they don't really sell here in america the cajun, the cajun and the chili sauce yes yeah which honestly like 
I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to get me some BTS I'll try nuggies. I'm sauce. I don't know if I'll like it, but that meal is basically my go-to McDonald's meal. So I'm just like, I guess I'll get them. So I see some people meal. are like, uh, it's so cringy and like, ew. But like, honestly, I feel like any group getting a McDonald's meal is pretty pretty cool. So I'm like, if I'm you're, gonna get if it. If you're sponsored or partnered with McDonald's, you've made it. <laughs> like, I feel like that is uh, a oh, really big You thing. know, it's not the fact that BTS was nominated for Grammys. It's no. the fact that they have a BTS yeah. meal at McDonald's. No. They've made it. Grammys who? McDonald's. It's all about McDonald's. <laughs> it's all about McDonald's. But yeah, so I honestly, I'm... When it drops for May 26, I just want to get in my car and be like, give me the BTS meal. Do people have, like, photo cards, though? I don't know. It's not a happy meal. Yeah, but, like... So that's the thing. Everyone thinks it's a fucking happy meal. And, like, if it was a happy meal, then you'd really know it's for children. <laughs> like, oh, well, the demographic is children. No, but I that's think... That's another thing, I, too, that people are being, like, really mean about it being, like, a girly meal. Because it's nuggets. And I feel like... It's wait, enough. wait. People think eating chicken nuggets is a girly meal? Yeah, you, I thought they were people. I thought people were just being mean because they're K-pop idols. No, what? The reason why not only that are they K-pop idols, but they're being mean because chicken nuggets are a girl's meal. Apparently, I did not know the chicken nuggets were. You gendered. never noticed? <laughs> no. Yeah, apparently, you never noticed all those posts that are like, "Oh, my girlfriend needs her chicken nuggets," or like, "My girlfriend before chicken nuggets and my girlfriend after." Like, like they're angry. I didn't happy. know that that was like yeah, a that's problem. like a meme or like a joke that like. Women just love McDonald's chicken. Funny, because when I get McDonald's, I barely get nuggets. No, you don't. I love chicken I don't get nuggets, nuggets. But, uh, yeah, I think that that's part of the reason why everyone's, like, making fun of them and calling them girls and stuff. And I'm just like, you guys need to realize that they're seven members. It's not like the Travis Scott or J Balvin meal. Where it's where, just like, one dude. It's just one person, and it can be their, like, customized meal. Like, they had to make a simple meal that... That worked for seven men, <laughs> seven guys. And also, I feel like Chicken Nuggets is, you know, yeah, maybe their fan base is majority women. So maybe that's what they went for. Like, either way, people are still going to be lining up for that shit. It's going to surpass Travis Scott and J Balvin's sales. Oh, for probably. Meals, for, for sure. sure. Um, <laughs> I like the memes, though. Like, Twitter being funny about people ordering the BTS meal. I'm gonna get it. I don't even eat chicken nuggets, but I'm curious about the sauce. That's why I want to mm. get it, because I'm curious what the sauce will taste like. So, even though I don't order nuggies, like, regularly, like, I'm gonna get me some BTS nuggies. Go get your BTS nuggies. Comes out May 20... Yeah. Well, it comes out May 26 for us. In the U.S. In the U.S. Um, I don't know and about other, other I think Europe's not getting it, though. Because <gasps> one of... Someone I follow on Instagram that's British is, like, cries in British. And I'm like, oh, are you guys no. not getting the nuggies? That sucks. Why are they? Why do they turn it to Europe sometimes? Well, I heard there's merch or something. Yeah, so I heard that like there might be merch. That's why I was thinking there might be photo cards. Which if because I feel like what makes it special besides the sauce? If I get nuggies, if I get BTS nuggies, will I find a J Hope photo card? That's all I'm asking for. I just I just want a photo card. Man, you open the box and there's like a photo card. You're like, oh, it's not gonna be a box, bro. It's not oh, a what? happy meal. No, when well, no, I meant the nuggie box. Oh. Nuggies coming in the, the nuggets, <laughs> the photo card. Yeah, no. All right, but don't forget to get the BTS nuggies. So, all right, so that concludes our K chat. I tried to remember because we did write some stuff down, but I did try to remember to pull stuff out that had that we didn't write down because we did miss a lot. But hopefully, we fitted enough and that you guys kind of were like the rundown of the news and that you guys had a fun time listening. As always, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, K Junkies. Hopefully, we'll be back on that channel too. We've been kind of like on a break. Just kind of chilling and relaxing. 
But we shall be back soon. And make sure to follow us on Instagram if you don't, which is k.junkies. And check out our Patreon page so you can join a tier to get benefits on our videos and our podcasts, which is patreon.com slash kjunkies. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.